can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hey gang, welcome back. This is Wayne at Wayne on Thursdays for Talking Pools podcast. Uh, I've been away for a while. Some of you have may may have heard or not, uh, but uh, my wife and I just came back um, this past Sunday. That would be the twenty eighth uh, from a two week cruise on Carnival Cruise Lines out of Baltimore uh, to. Ocho's Rios in Jamaica, Limon in Costa Rica, through the uh, the eastern side of the Panama Canal, turned around, came back out, then the Grand Turks, Turk and Caicos, and then back to Baltimore. So it was a long cruise, but it was a lot of fun. Um, we hadn't been on a long cruise like that in probably, oh gosh, uh, seven, eight years or something like that. And if we're doing video, you're going to see this thing on my nose. That's a result of sunburn in Jamaica. Yes, lovely, lovely, lovely. You would think that with my complexion, as gorgeous as it is, I would have known better. But of course, I didn't. So I'm suffering as it is now. So away for two weeks on Carnival's Legend. That was the name of the ship. Went out of Baltimore. Now on this Legend, it is not one of the mega ships, thank God. I think we actually were parked next to one in Grand Turk, the Carnival Mardi Gras. It's probably four times larger than than the one that that, that we were on. But still, uh, the legend was fun. Um, uh, the staff was great. The food was great. The entertainment was outstanding. Um, and there there was uh, water slides on the top, but they were not functioning for some reason. I don't know exactly why, but they weren't. But there were two pools an adult pool and like a family kind of pool. And most of the time my wife and I hung around the, the family pool because there seemed to be more going on and there was a stage there and things like that. So I stay underneath the shade and, and, and read and uh, just and drink and drink some more and continue to drink. Anyhow, no problem. No problem at all. Uh, my wife can tan like in a second. So she was out in the sun on lounge chair and I'm sitting inside, you know, little white boy here um, trying to avoid the sun by a pool. Now, you may have heard my opinions on cruise ship pools and spots. Uh, if not, well, you're going to deal with it again. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not a big fan of getting in pools uh, and spas, public pools and spas, period. Okay. It uh, takes a lot for uh, me to really really do that. Uh, I don't like to do it. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, the, the situation is I know too much. <laughs> uh, and that's why, you know, uh, I, I, I just don't. But the good thing, there were some good things about this. Number one, on both pools, they had on either side of the pool, and there was a raced spot in between the two, in, in between the main pool 
uh, sides, um, a shower. I thought, okay, cool. Yay, yippee. You know, send up the fireworks. They actually thought this through. So you, you took a shower before you go in and, of course, take a shower uh, when, when or, or rinse off when you leave. Um, and they had the same thing for the the adult pool on the other side. And I thought, th- this is fantastic. This is wonderful. Right? Well, I think in the all the days at sea that we had, and there was a total of two, four, six, eight days at sea. Okay? Two days to get to like Costa Rica, to Panama, and then Panama to Grand Turk, and Grand Turk back to Baltimore, So my, and then beginning down to Jamaica. So a total of eight days at sea. Of those eight days at sea that we spent outside by the pool, not in the pool, by the pool, not a single person used the shower either to rinse off before going in or after coming out. Same for the spa. At least this was at the family pool. I don't know about the adult pool because we didn't go down there. Not a single person. Why can't cruise lines require their passengers to go through and and to shower before and after? What's wrong with that? Why can't they do that? It just makes common sense, people. I mean, you, you don't want... Anything that comes off your body, even though how clean you think you might be, to be affected. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Shaking my head, uh, going, you know, we 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 preach about you know water safety and uh, why it's important to to rinse off, ideally in a soapy shower before you get in, and then rinse off at least rinse off with water. When you get out, I mean, how many times do, do we have to say that before it finally happens? Apparently not enough. I, it just, it infuriated me. And, and in the process of trying to find somebody to talk to about this, I stumbled upon the pump room. Now, I found it odd that the pools, the, the, there were a, 12, there, there were, yeah, there were 12 decks on this particular ship the lido deck deck nine which is which is where all the pools and spas were and the big buffet and things like that so the deck nine was the main you know eating and plain water deck decks two and three were the main restaurant and shops and things like that our our cabin was on deck five but the walking track the jogging track around the ship was on deck 10 and big, you know, fat boy, fat white boy here, Wayne, in his attempt to try to get a little bit healthy and to stop his wife from yelling at him all the time about it, uh, we would take daily walks. And it turns out that three and a half times around on that jogging walking track is equal to one mile. So the goal was to walk at least two miles a day. Uh, if we had to break it up, we could break it up. If, if we couldn't do it because of weather, which happened a couple times, um, we tried to do stuff inside. Um, but the pump room, now, now the pools were were midship. Okay, we're about in the middle. The pump room was on deck 10 above the pools and spas 
in the forward part of the ship, which I thought odd, strange place. You would think it would be closer. Well, one, one day when Maggie and I were taking our walk, the door to the pump room was open. And I looked inside and I was surprised by what I saw. First of all, it was spotless. Uh, so bravo to the maintenance staff there. Absolutely spotless. I saw two, what appeared to be 250 liter vats of sodium hypochlorite. And there was a, a, a worker, a, a staff member inside the pump room testing the water. They, they test the water every hour uh, at Carnival, I found out after talking with him. The test kit he was using uh, was not one of the ones you would normally expect. You would expect to see um, like a, a tailor kit or maybe a Palin test or uh, a Lamotte kit, uh, spin disc, something, you know, something of, of a step above. They were using the ITS test kit, the one that combines strips and liquids in that little meter. And I thought to myself, well, at least they're testing. And I overheard the one guy as he was doing an alkalinity test that it was 85 uh, parts per million, which is great. 80 to 120 is ideal. We know this. I've beaten it into your brains over the years. Um, so, so we know this as a fact. So, you know, the door was open and he saw me standing there in the doorway and smiled and, and good afternoon and hi, how are you? And I, I had to explain to him in Spanish. Yes, Wayne can speak Spanish. Where I used to work and how I knew chemistry and, and all that other stuff, talked to him about testing. And I asked him about why do why does Carnival feed sodium hypochlorite? Because it's it's mostly water weight. It has a high pH. Uh, all the other intricacies, you know, it, it's not stabilized and all this other stuff. They do not add, by the way, cyanuric acid, I found out. And the guy said the main reason that they use sodium hypochlorite instead of uh, anything else is the cost. And, you know, kind of had to look at him and go, okay, good point. I understand. Uh, cost is, is, is significant when you're talking, you know, you know, how many ships in their fleet and all, all that other stuff. So, yeah, I can see where it can kind of add up. And I asked him if uh, the whole Carnival line is on sodium hypochlorite. And he said, no, the only ship that isn't is the Carnival Mardi Gras, their, their mega ship, the one that holds like 6,000 people that we parked next to in, in Grand Turk. So what did they use? And they said, well, they have seven pools on the boat, seven big pools, adult pools, family pools, water parkish kind of um, uh, areas for kids, um, uh, water slides, things like that. Oh, by the way, for those of you who might see in the commercials, Carnival Mardi Gras is the one that has the little race cars at the top deck that you can do Formula One kind of racing around and, you know, drive off the side of the boat. Anyhow, <laughs> oh, what a commercial. Anyhow, um, he said, no, um, that ship, because it's so new, they decided to try saltwater generators, chlorine generators, to see if there was any kind of a significant cost savings um, for Carnival. And I, I know I was talking to just a maintenance guy, but it, it and, and I said, well, yep, yeah, the upfront costs are, are pretty high. I said, but the long-term costs 
are, are pretty low, comparatively speaking, because remember, you're just paying for salt. I said, so you're, 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 you also have to deal with the weight of the bags of salt and how many, you know, hundreds of pounds of salt you would need for just one pool versus seven big pools on a mega ship kind of deal. But the guy said that they were trying it. He said, I don't know if it's going to happen or not on the other ships, but they're looking at it. And then I talked with another person who was in the pump room who seemed to be a little bit more senior to the guy that I was talking with. He came over and I introduced myself. Now, mind you, this entire conversation is in Spanish. And I introduced myself again. And, and he said, first of all, he thanked me for coming by. And, and I, I never stepped in the pump room because I know that's a big no-no. But I could see in, in the pump room. He um, he was he was very nice, very gracious, explained a lot of things. And and um, I asked him also, I said, Have, has Carnival ever looked into bromine? And uh, his reply was on another ship he was on, and I want to say the Carnival Pride. It, I could be wrong on that one, uh, but Carnival Pride was on bromine for a while. He said, but they found out that again the cost of bromine and storing it on the boat to be used through the entire length of the cruise was very cost prohibitive. And I said, okay, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Um, but again, not going into the whole advantage disadvantage discussion of, um, of of what's good, what's not good, that kind of thing. I, I kind of left it alone. I, I didn't push the conversation too much. So uh, it, after a couple more minutes, uh, thanked them and, and made sure that I commented on their survey how 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 very helpful they were, and they took a couple minutes out of their busy day to to talk to a passenger and um, in Spanish of all things. And, um, I, you know, I, I thought that was, that that was very nice. So getting back to the two pools, I'm thinking, okay, the pool that the family pool was probably eh, maybe 20,000 gallons. I, you know, I could shoot myself because I forgot to take pictures of, of the pool and spot like I should have. And the, the spa was, was maybe, well, I saw one, two, three, four, five people in it comfortably and not body to body. It might have been maybe a, a, a twelve hundred gallon spa, maybe a little bit less. Not not positive on that one. But the the pool itself that, that I could see, the spa was elevated, I really couldn't see. But the pool itself was was, was crystal clear and clean and um, no blatant signs of corrosion or algae or, or anything that would, you know, make the little, um, you know, mice that operate my brain go crazy. Um, so at least they were trying to maintain it. Now, of course, yes, I know there are some of you saying, just because it looks good doesn't mean it is good. Yes, I know. I've even said that myself. But you might also remember me telling you, you know, sight is one of your senses that you use when you are evaluating a pool or spa, you know, does it look, does it appear to look fine? Does it appear to look clear? You know, uh, that, that kind of thing. Uh, the other senses, does it smell? Um, nope. Pools did, these pools did not smell. I mean, not even a, a whiff of chlorine. Um, now they probably had to feed a lot of sodium hypochlorite because again, um, it's unstabilized and we were in direct sunlight. It was very hot. 
once we reached um, Jamaica, uh, and I'm talking uh, upper 80s, low 90s, uh, very sunny. It only rained a little bit when we were in Costa Rica, so it is a rainforest, anyhow. Um, but still, I mean, it, you know, it, it, I didn't hear anything go wrong. I didn't see anything go wrong. I didn't smell anything. Uh, I didn't touch it because I just know better. Uh, but, you know, I have to give them them uh, the appropriate, you know, polite golf clap kind of thing um, to, to let them know that I thought they were doing a really, really good job, um, at, at least on the surface. Who knows what goes on? Now, with all that being said, um, uh, and on a slightly different but yet somehow strangely related topic, uh, I have a very good close friend in the industry, a uh, colleague uh, by the name of Connie Sue Centrella. You may have heard her. You may have met her. You may have worked with her. Uh, but Connie Sue is is just a sweetheart and, and one of the first women uh, entrepreneurs and business owners in our industry. Um, uh, and Connie Sue is, is just a delight. Now, Connie Sue, for many, 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 many years, was Royal Caribbean's go-to person to teach CPO classes on board their ships. Let that one sink in. Up until recently, uh, Connie Sue just recently, and I'm literally meaning like within the past week or two, retired from that position. Um, enough traveling for her, I guess. But she's been all over the world. I can't even begin to count how many ships she's been on, um, how many um, uh, staff she has taught uh, CPO um, on board, which is an interesting um, whole podcast-worthy discussion. Maybe I'll, I'll invite her on as a guest uh, if our uh, schedules can can work out. She's just a whole walking encyclopedia of of anything related to the pool and spa industry. But anyhow, uh, Royal Caribbean and Carnival, uh, I'm not sure about the other ones, are required to have their water staff, the recreational water staff, uh, be CPO certified, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Now, there are some differences. Because they're on a cruise ship, they have to follow maritime laws, I guess, for lack of a better word, uh, which are slightly different, not a whole lot different, but slightly different from, say, you know, the normal recommendations you might see out of PHTA or, or you know, um, the other organizations. But it's really not that much of a difference, honestly, worthy even discussing it. Uh, the thing is, though, uh, you know, the, the important thing is, is that these companies understand the importance of education and training uh, within the industry. Um, Connie Sue would tell me that, you know, normally a CPO, an in-person CPO class is two eight-hour days, back-to-back, right? Well, because you're dealing with so many staff, so many people, and you're talking officers, too, that have to take it. So there may be, you know, on an average-sized cruise ship, there may be, I don't know, 60 people that have to take this class, but 60 people's schedules aren't exactly the same. So Connie Sue would say, you know, I would teach for two hours here, and then do another chapter maybe the next day. I would teach at night. I would teach at 6 o'clock in the morning for an hour or two. So it, it was it was very confusing. Uh, but very, very, um, she was very dedicated to her, to her goal of education. So, again, applaud you, my dear. 
Um, and uh, I'll, I'll get your beautiful face on one of my podcasts down the road so that everybody can see um, and go, yay, Connie Sue. The other thing that's happening is that next month, uh, my wife and I are going to be off the grid for about a month. We, well, sort of kind of semi off the grid. We are going to the Philippines uh, on uh, on a second vacation, which will probably never go on another vacation again. <laughs> but we are going with a group of 20 people. Uh, my daughter's going with us and a couple of her friends. Uh, the the and the woman who is um, kind of organizing everything is from the Philippines, and she's uh, a neighbor of ours. Her kids and my kids uh, all went to the schools together, and in fact, they, they were all best friends when they were very, very, very young. Still are very close friends, but we've known uh, her name is Dahlia. We've known Dahlia's family for God since we moved here, uh, which was eighty five, um, and see them all the time. So that, and they're world travelers. Uh, they've been all over uh, places. I've never, I've only seen pictures of they, they were going to go to Egypt uh, last year, but with everything that's happening over there, the trip got canceled, but, I'm, and I know I'm dragging this out too much, uh, but we're going to go to the Philippines. So we're flying out of DC to um, um, Dubai on a, on an eight hour, nine hour flight. That ought to be fun. And then, change planes in Dubai and fly straight from Dubai to Manila. So we're going west to east instead of the other way around. Yeah, longer than the flight it was from San Francisco to uh, Sydney that my wife and I were on a few years ago. So uh, this ought to be cute. But when we get there, Dolly and her husband, my wife and I, are going to go out about three or four days ahead of everybody else. And we've got our Airbnb reservations all squared away. Um, so it's going to be interesting when we're out there. First of all, I'm looking forward to it because, you know, completely different culture. Um, Dolly is going to be our, our guide as we go through Manila. And remember the Philippines, there's just one place called the Philippines. It is comprised, the country is comprised of 700 islands of varying sizes, of which Manila is the capital and only on one island. And the way to get to island to island is either by boat or these little seaplane puddle jumpers. So there are weight restrictions, and I'm a big boy. So um, you're only allowed to bring in like 25 or 30 pounds worth in your luggage. So you have to be very sparing with, with, with your luggage. Um, so I have actually invested and purchased several um, linen shirts and pants um, of the style that, that you would see um, over there. Uh, it's going to be very hot, very humid, much like August in Baltimore. Um, but um, we're going to be prepared. And I'm also going to take pictures. If we're going to be staying in any of the hotels uh, that have pools, you know I'm going to uh, be Mr. You know, Inquisitive and ask questions and take a lot of pictures and, and see how they do things over there. Now, I know for a fact um, in the CPO program, there are a couple of instructors from Malaysia uh, that went through the uh, online instructors course uh, ooh, maybe about a year ago. Um, so that would be the closest ones that I'm aware of. I don't know if there's any in the Philippines specifically. Uh, I know there's a couple in Japan and, and things like that. I believe there's also a few in India. But um, I'm looking forward to it because I'm going to be able to see how the other half lives and see how they maintain these kinds of properties. 
and uh, what they do. Um, so I will be reporting back on that, but I'm not leaving again for about another month. And I'm going to leave you today with a little bit of a teaser. Thursdays with Wayne is going to slightly change in a, in a few weeks. Um, you may see a good new face with me. Uh, so we'll see what happens. You know, uh, I know it's tempting. I sound like a commercial on TV for an upcoming show, but uh, we'll see what's going to happen. So with that, that all being said, oh, and by the way, I did wear my What the Flock hat in Costa Rica. <laughs> had to. Took a picture. Uh, hopefully um, I'll get it over to the people at, um, at Rudy over Talking Pools so maybe you can post it live. But um, uh, as always, if you have any suggestions for uh, an idea to, uh, for us to talk about or you have any technical questions, things of that nature, uh, please feel free to send an email to talkingpools at gmail.com and uh, we will take a look at it. And if we do use it on one of our podcasts, on all of us, you will get one of these. Ooh, see, I know it looks stupid, <laughs> but, but anyhow, I'm my headphones. So um, that's it for today. Uh, I hope everybody has had a great week and a great upcoming week. Baltimore actually got snow while we were on our cruise. Uh, six to eight inches of snow in my area. First snowfall, significant snowfall, anything over like an inch, half inch, for three years. Three years. Uh, and, of course, was I here to enjoy it? No. Mm. Anyhow, y'all have a great week. I'll be talking at you. Take care. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 